our top story and we've been looking very closely on the Twitter issue and the center has issued orders requiring the microblogging site X to act against some accounts and posts with uh, X, led of course by Elon Musk, stressing that it disagrees with these actions and that the posts should not be withheld on grounds of freedom of expression. Joining us in the studio, Pranesh Prakash, he's an independent uh, tech policy researcher, researcher, Apar Gupta, lawyer and tech policy expert, Yash Agarwal, the founder and uh, public uh, of Public Policy India, Jitain Jain, a cyber security expert, and NS Napinai, advocate of the Supreme Court and founder of uh, Cyber Sati. Thank you all very much uh, for being with us. Um, in fact, Apar, let me come to you first. In its statement, uh, you know, X's team has posted a defense of its users' freedom of expression without actually backing it uh, with any new action to protect it. Is this, therefore, when it comes to freedom of speech, in Twitter's estimation, essentially a lost cause? I think uh, we should be asking questions to the government rather than Twitter at this point in time because the principal action is a legal order which does come from the government of India. And what's important, I think so, and I'd just like to foreground in this entire debate is that we do not have a copy of the orders. They're not in front of us, Vishnu. So we cannot assess what are the accounts which have been blocked, why have they been blocked, so the reasons the legal compliance by itself, either by Twitter, either by the users, it's all up to debate and we are bereft of any particular particular. So this lack of transparency, which is quite evident in this entire action is fairly disturbing. The other thing I just like to add is that there is a noticeable escalation, incremental escalation in these censorship actions when you compare them to the farmer protests as they occurred last time. In fact, there has been a proactive censorship in which as the talks were going on between the farmers and representatives of the government in Chandigarh, their accounts, at least of three farm leaders, were blocked even before the protests actually began. So it is a form of pre-censorship. And finally, I'd just like to add entire accounts by themselves have been blocked rather than individual tweets, which has a very different disability in terms of the technical ability of people to operate Twitter as opposed to specific individual posts which may be indicated as being illegal, which again then backs up the presumption that this is a disproportionate action. So in okay. sum and conclusion, I say that there's a lack of transparency, safeguards and the questions need to be posed to the government rather than to Twitter. I think Twitter is a private platform. It may be in fault. It may not be at fault, but it's not my government. I did not vote for it and it does not hold the powers and thereby I'm not asking it for accountability to the exercise. It, the government has to be asked questions. Jitin Jain, uh, how the, the larger issue over here is one presumably of, of law and order versus freedom of speech. Does the lack of transparency, which Apad refers to, essentially make it impossible for people to assess whether this ban or, you know, blocking accounts is justified? Is that at the heart of the problem? No, Vishnu, I partially agree with my friend Apad that lack of transparency and lack of communication at times and at several times has been leading to mistrust, uh, you know, towards the government by the people. But we have to look at the entire conversation in, you know, the right context. Uh, I myself, our organization has given a couple of reports on ISPR's influence operations in India, especially during Delhi riots, where 3,000 accounts were created overnight. They were peddling all fake propaganda during Delhi riots about kidnapping of women, genocides, and you know, uh, uh, Delhi police killing children, and all those things to instigate 
uh, anger amongst the society, planting news in right-wing platforms, right? Like Muslims have got some weapons as suicide bomber has been caught in Gokalpuri, putting photos of Afghanistan, Palestine and all. And then in Muslim communities, planting stories like, you know, RSS guys have been getting guns in the ghee canisters and all. And then after the rights escalated next day, those 3,000 handles disappeared. So election, election interference, interference in India's political atmosphere, uh, interference in India's conversations and difficult events in Indian society now has become the full-time job of ISPR. They are doing it day and night by creating frictions and divides in Indian society. And Twitter, X, Facebook, social media has become the biggest weapons in that, you know, armory to carry out disinformation and uh, instigation campaigns in India. Now, considering that, obviously, any government, when they come to know about certain handles which are operating out from Pakistan and Rawalpindi, impersonating as Indian people, mm-hmm. They are bound to be blocked and action has to be carried out. But what is happening now, apart from those handles which are run by hostile intelligence agency, we have seen certain examples where uh, now certain journalist accounts have been blocked, former leaders accounts have been blocked. Now that may be an erroneous action. That may be a presumptive action so that violence does not escalate. It may be, a, you know, some other intelligence may have been there. But I, so I think the blocking power has to be there. If a person can be taken into preemptive custody during section 144 is imports, obviously then government is using section 69A. It all that section also has preemptive power to block certain contests when there sure. is a possibility of violence. And if that was not the case, this was the same Twitter which blocked the sitting US president from Twitter on the same grounds that he might, uh, you know, his tweets might lead to further violence even before the event has happened. So they cannot have a different yardstick for India and the different yardstick sure. for US. That's an important now, point. I agree with Akar. I agree with Apar. You see, now I don't want any no intelligence agency in the world during a contemporary action will put out what blocking orders they have given. But I think we could have some sort of understanding a solution that maybe three months post the event. Or six months after the event, they can make the 69A orders or the legal orders of the government public. Now, it will ha- it will help government in two things. A, it will inspire more confidence in people that accounts which were blocked. See, today, Vishnu, let us be very practical. I'm sure at least 5 million people may have been tweeting in support of farmers. There may be 10,000 journalists, 5 lakh citizens, activists who have been uh, may have been tweeting in support of farmers. Gum- why is government blocking only 100, 200, 500 handles? I'm sure there is some context to those finite handles. Okay, I get your point, Jitin. Half a second. Pranesh, but, you've been nodding. Your, one order, sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Let's keep the strike rotating. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. You're fiercely disagreeing. Go ahead. Why? Uh, a, a, a few reasons. One, the government of India cannot ban a book in India unless it puts out a notification. So this idea that somehow censorship orders need to be secret for national security reasons It just does not pass the smell test. And to give a a little bit of context, this this kind of censorship happens under Section 69A of the Information Technology Act. And Rule 16 of the rules are made under it actually prohibit intermediaries such as as X or Twitter from revealing those orders. Now, this specific provision in two different... Uh, Supreme Court cases, one by implication in the Shreya single case, where uh, in paragraph 109, the court specifically said that citizens must have the right to uh, challenge any order by uh, uh, by the government under 69A. Now, if they aren't made aware of those orders, and let us remember that when a person's account they is are, blocked... They are made aware of the orders. They don't know the circumstances, but they no, can always tell no, no, the not, government. No, the government... Twitter tells them that they've been blocked. Twitter tells them that they have been blocked. Yeah. 
Twitter does not tell us, okay, and this is where I was emphasizing, where I was going, that under Article 191A, not only do people have a right to impart information, but they also have a right to seek information. So I am also affected by any order of the government censoring books, even if I haven't written the book. I similarly am also affected by any government order blocking an account, which is okay. disproportionate, as Apar pointed but out. But that's, that, that, that's the assumption, isn't it, Pranesh? That no, it there is, is disproportionate. No, no, no. That because it freedom is not of about speech tweets. is not freedom of speech, which is what this is all a part of, mm -hmm. is an absolute. Absolutely. Right. It's not an absolute. And but therefore, as Apar pointed out, what you're doing here is not blo uh, blocking a particular tweet. You're blocking up the, a, a person. Full, a full yeah, account. No, I take that point. And I, uh, if I could also add a little bit of additional context, looking at a country which has 97 million users at last count, the U.S. of uh, 97 million Twitter users, uh, Twitter there has withheld zero accounts based on 34 accounts specified by the U.S. government. Uh, as of last count, which was uh, so they, in 2021. So they ordered the withholding of tweets and not accounts. That's what uh, they're and, saying. No, and I'm pointing out the contrast with India. In India, which has 27 million, uh, less than a third of uh, Twitter accounts, yeah. more than 7,000 accounts were requested by the Indian government to be okay. withheld and only 5% compliance. So in most cases, which the Indian government requested Twitter, the uh, the uh, company does not think that it is in compliance with Indian law. All right. Now, we can't independently judge okay, that no, because we, can't. we don't know but the just Hang on a second. Let me just go back to uh, Jitain over there. I think one of the points that, that Pranesh made, and I, I tend to agree with him on this point, is that it's one thing to take down a tweet or block a tweet. It's something to block an entire account. Why, why shut out an individual? Uh, if you have... Yeah, that is the question. No, that is the question I want to ask Pranesh. Under what provision of U.S. law, under what legal order, under what executive order Donald Trump's account was blocked in U.S.? No, his tweets are not vital. His account was blocked. Under what law? There's a simple, answer. There's a simple no, answer to no, that, second. which is not under a law. It was blocked under Twitter's no, terms of service second. because Let the U.S. government did it not... It was blocked it. under Twitter's terms of service. The government did not request a blocking of me. Donald Trump's so, so account. This is what I'm saying. When Twitter can take an action against the sitting president in the absence in the absence of a legal order, court order, executive order, so we do not be talking about the moral standards of the company. Now, number two... I no, think but we aren't talking about the moral standards no, no. of the country. No, 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 no. It's, it's a simple point. It's a simple question. The point that he yeah, makes, why shut down an account when you can shut down a tweet? Why shut down an account when you can shut down a tweet? I just want no, your views on that, Jitin. No, no, not possible. Vishnu, I'll give you an example. Suppose if there is a Pakistani account of ISPR which has been running a campaign for Imran Khan for long, suddenly start tweeting out in the favor of farmers and in pro-China and against India, many things. Do you think once you are aware of an account which is run by hostile intelligence agency, you only want to block okay. a tweet and not be the account in okay. India? Give me that argument. Now, if you know of a terrorist or a, or a spy which is operating for ISI or Indian citizen who is working for them, do you just withhold him in the home? Okay, and just so you have to him? look at the larger context now, of the person now, last question or, or the institute. Last question I want to ask. Last question I want to ask. You look at the Twitter's official emails dump which was released by Elon Musk. Several of Republican Party's accounts were withheld without any executive order, court order, anything. So in India, you don't, they don't withheld accounts in the absence of a government order. They do. Because our government is requesting officially, we are more in numbers. Okay, once the disagrees with you, Pranish, go ahead, yes.
They do withhold accounts. Yes, they, is what they do you're withhold yes. accounts uh, under the last transparency report published in 2011, uh, 2021. I beg your pardon. Twitter said that of the 7,000 plus accounts, 1.6 thousand were withheld under terms of service violations. So on facts, you're just wrong, Mr. Jain. No, and that I is, may that also add that the member of parliament. Uh, no, a sitting member you... of parliament, Sukran Singh Yadav's account was blocked in 2021. Was he uh, uh, an ISI operative? Was he a terrorist? And in 2024, no. No. just today, before coming on the show, I checked, his account is still blocked. Why? Under what law? Why, Why has he not gone a... to a court? Sorry. Why has he not gone to a court? Vishnu, let me ask you a question. No, no, but irrespective you, of whether he's gone to a court or not, the account remains blocked, think, right? There's been no case filed against him in any court by the Rahul government. Gandhi, do you think... Do you think Rahul Gandhi or political, uh, you know, leaders which are stopped from going to a violence hit area when they are stopped or detained, do you think they are terrorists? No. Sometimes they are just detained to avoid uh, action which may be coming okay, up. Okay, okay. Both of you hold on a second. Side. I wanted to go across to Edis Jitin, Jitin, you can't speak. There are others. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Levi, I'll try and come, my friend, I'll try and come back to you. Uh, Enes Navinai, Levi, uh, come back to you next. Come to you next. Twitter hasn't exactly had... Uh, a great going in India, in a sense. I mean, there were tweets which were blocked, accounts which were blocked during COVID handling. They were, there was, they ran into the problems with the government when they, uh, when they, they labeled the tweets of a spokesperson of the BJP in a particular way. Um, the, the first farmer protests, and now possibly the second farmer protests as well. Um, it's 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 always been a problem for Twitter. I mean, they are in court. There's been no verdict of it. There's a history of run-ins, right? Including people or the enforcement director or others going to their office in Delhi. Uh, true, and um, it's been interesting to listen to the panelists. So I just wanted to come in on one small point before I address what you uh, put to me, uh, Vishnu. Uh, if you look at what is actually happening, it is very reminiscent of a preventive detention order. So you have under the constitution a provision for preventive detention and arrest subject to certain checks and balances. I think it's now time for the government to evaluate preventive detention of accounts or messages also and put in checks and balances, which includes transparency. And if you look at the transparency process, I'm just trying to draw a parallel between detaining an individual and we are talking about our most fundamental right of freedom of liberty, right? Life and liberty, as opposed to preventively stopping them, you know, and what can be the grounds for that? So when you look at that, the first and foremost is that it has to be time bound unless it's been reviewed and there is an order uh, with respect to permitting the detention beyond the period of the minimum time. The second is transparency, but the transparency also extends not to informing the public, but only the user who or the person who is detained is to be informed of the grounds of detention and given an opportunity to submit a representation. So when I look at this whole parallel in terms of detaining an individual and taking away their right to life and liberty, not to life, but liberty and you know, uh, restricting the right of freedom of speech and expression, both are fundamental rights and both need to be addressed with very with deep caution and we must have laws which will put in checks and balances. This is what the Supreme Court has reiterated often. So when I look at it from that perspective, what comes forth is when, an account, when certain accounts are being blocked in the midst of a situation 
which is already a law and order situation. The law and order situation is not a speculation. It has resulted in a loss of life already. Yes, yes. So in the midst of that, when you look at this order and what has come out of it, one needs to look at whether this is a preventive measure which is permitted in law and whether these checks and balances, if you draw it as a parallel, have been addressed or not. The law itself, the intermediary guidelines itself provides for the user to be informed right. and for them to be given an opportunity to put up a representation. It does definitely, you know, uh, it feels like things are, uh, you know, turned on its head when you tell a user that you have to prove why you must exercise your fundamental right. I get that point. Yes, that well, let me just quickly go to Yash next. Let me just complete my point in just one second. So on the ground that you're asking a user to prove their right may not seem appropriate, okay. but that the government should exercise transparency whilst taking certain actions, which may be for public good, but that it has to show. It should not only be done, but be seen to be done is the point I was trying to Yash, uh, is it also not true that since Elon Musk took over Twitter, the publication of takedown requests or um, blocking orders from governments, he stopped himself. So there is a lack of transparency at the level of Twitter, not just at the level of the government. Vishwan, thank you so much for having me. Just a quick, quick couple of points, right? And I, which I find, having been on the other side within Twitter, right? Uh, yes. In a policy world, which I find to be very interesting, which is, uh, firstly, in the 12 months prior to, you know, the uh, acquisition, right, by Mr. Musk, uh, Twitter's rate of compliance in India with government orders was 50% full and 42% partial, I think. So roughly about a 92%, right, compliance with content orders, takedown or uh, orders that the government, government of India had issued to Twitter, right? Uh, after, you know, Mr. Musk's takeover, right, the acquisition, it came to nearly about 100%. There were just nine orders for which the results were not published by Twitter, right? Uh, but otherwise, it was like a cent percent, right? So technically 98.8, I think, right? Uh, from the, the later data that we have. The, the point being that, you know, uh, since the new leadership took charge, right, there's been a near complete compliance on behalf of the platform from whatever orders that the government has sent their way in terms of, you know, content, right? Take down. Uh, what I find the most interesting is that uh, this time around, the platform has chosen to put it for up. Right. Like in a sense, you know, sorry, put foot down right? and be like, at least put the tweet out at least, right. To clear the sense of awareness. Right. Which is very interesting because they've been doing this very quietly with like a near hundred percent compliance, right. For months now. Right. Uh, and the other bit, just coming back to the question that you were asking, uh, asking Vishnu, which is, yes, that is true. Right. Uh, there's this database run by the Berkman Klein Center at Harvard, right. Uh, Lumen database, right. When we, when not just Twitter, but, uh, Wikipedia, I think YouTube, Google as well, right? They would publish, they would share, right? Uh, whatever content takedown and modification orders they receive from around the world, right? For across governments, right? And I think that's something that Twitter stopped doing. That's a yes, practice, that, I think. That's something that Twitter has India, indeed stopped, right? Yash. But look, yeah, I'm out of time on this discussion. Uh, I'd like to thank you all very much for joining us.